vez que você olha uma imagem de satélite. Every time you look at a satellite image of the forest, you see another little piece missing. According to Bolsonaro, Brazil's environmental laws obstruct economic development. He's downgraded agencies that enforce these laws by cutting budgets. Senior staff have been fired or sidelined. Mascarenhas says the agency he works for used to conduct at least four major operations each year, targeting illegal loggers and ranchers destroying the forest and hitting them with hefty fines. This year, we haven't had a single operation inside the Chico Mendes Reserve. Deforestation in the reserve has ticked upwards in recent years, well before Bolsonaro came along. Yet Mascarenhas says this year... It'll be more than double. It'll be triple or even quadruple. This is happening across the entire Amazon rainforest. Preliminary data from Brazil's Space Research Institute shows deforestation this July was up nearly 300% on July last year. Bolsonaro's called the Institute's data lies. He's replaced its chief with a military official. Mascarenhas says when illegal ranchers, loggers and miners see Brazil's president doing stuff like that. As pessoas estão incentivada. They feel emboldened to carry out more deforestation. Mascarenhas believes everyone should worry about this. As consequências vão ser mundiais. The consequences are going to be global. We have no doubt about that. Brazilians campaigning to save the rainforest are deeply alarmed. When Chico Mendes was murdered some 30 years ago, songs were written in his honor. Many still revere him as a national hero who brought the plight of the Amazon to the attention of the world. Since his death, the forest has lost an area larger than Germany. At his cabin inside the forest, his cousin, Raimundo de Barras, has decorated his porch with pictures of Mendes. De Barras worries about the forest's younger generation of rubber tappers and subsistence farmers. He thinks they're too easily lured by illegal ranchers into felling trees for cattle pasture, because it's easy money. Things would be different if Chico Mendes was still alive, says de Barros. Chico would be doing everything in his power, he says, to protect the Amazon from the onslaught it's suffering today. Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast created by Group 10, also known as Burning Up. Here we have speaking myself, Amber Buller, along with Jasmine Lopez, Lauren Walsh, Gabby Pullman, and Elizabeth Frederick. Today, as you can tell by the previous clip from NPR's Brazil Amazon Rainforest is disappearing under President Jair Bolsonaro, climate change is a huge issue that the world is currently facing. Today, we are going to discuss and create a new perspective on global climate change while also comparing the effectiveness of climate change policies of various countries, including the United States, Brazil, France, and India. The fire in the Amazon really caught all of our attention because it opened our eyes and made us realize that environmental policies need to be implemented around the world. It is a possibility that developed countries, such as the United States, have more policies that are effective in addressing climate change. However, Developing countries may not have the proper resources or infrastructure to take action against climate change. If developing or low-income countries are able to afford the resources to protect the environment, it is possible that addressing climate change would become a priority. Since the United States is one of the wealthiest countries in the world, 
It should offer help to other countries who are struggling with properly caring for their environments. Sharing the responsibility for protecting the earth should be a job for every nation. So, without further ado, let's just dive right into it. As previously mentioned, climate change and its effects on health and natural resources has been a heated debate across party lines for many years now. However, with the increasing amount of tangible evidence piling up in favor of climate change by both environmental advocates and researchers, policymakers are now being forced to address the issue firsthand, as well as the health impact of poor environmental health. At the beginning of the school year, news broke out about the Amazon rainforest fire being spread throughout Brazil to help aid in deforestation to produce more land for agriculture. With the Amazon housing half of the world's species of plants, animals, and insects, destructive burning that eliminates vital species could drastically affect not only Brazil, but the entire world. This is what ultimately sparked our idea for the podcast. I'm going to talk about some statistics that show the staggering weight of this issue. According to the Global Burden of Disease Index, there are over 44 million infectious respiratory diseases, 30 million chronic respiratory diseases, and 48 million cardiovascular diseases, all of these being associated with air pollution that ravage the world every year. There has also been worldwide increases in COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease rates, stroke rates, and lung cancer rates in correlation with increasing air pollution. Without addressing climate and environmental concerns, there may be no planet for us to live on. In our research, we created a chart which compared the different levels of disparity in air pollution statistics for our developed nations, the U.S. and France, and our developing nations, India and Brazil. With a population of 1.4 billion people, India comes in third place in pollution ranking at 72.54 p.m. 2.5 air quality. Brazil contains a population of over 200 million and shows an average air quality of 16.29 p.m. 2.5. Looking at our developed nations, France contains a population of around 65 million and shows an average air quality of 13.6 and the United States, arguably the least driven country in addressing climate change, contains a population of over 300 million and shows an average air quality of 9.05 p.m. 2.5. All of these statistics are provided by the World Population Review from 2019. With varying levels of population and a wide range of air quality, these countries provide statistical evidence where the similarities and differences are easy to see. Of all of these countries, they have voices on the global stage due to their economic standing. While the United States has remained pretty adamant about being neutral in the discussion, India has claimed to make huge strides in addressing climate change, such as implementing the Clean India campaign. I can speak from personal experience that the extent of this policy's impact is limited to the governmental graffiti painted on the walls above heaps of trash. While the policies may be formed, they're not being carried out very well. 
So when it comes to creating policy that impacts both the effect of climate change on the environment and on worldwide health status, there's multiple factors that can influence how likely a policy is to be implemented. So important factors should be taken into consideration when making the policy. And important factors of environmental health include current environmental conditions in each of the nations, the United States, India, France, and Brazil such as the air quality measures, um, plastic product laws, programs or governmental organizations in place to handle waste environmental management. It also includes current health status as related to environmental factors, specifically the disability-adjusted life years, dailies, um, associated with the environmental conditions, and mainly air quality. There's policies being generated or discussed within the respective governments on a larger scale. However, an investigation should be conducted into whether the policies being created and discussed are actually being carried out properly within each of the nations. And in most people's opinion, however, the cost is the biggest main factor in creating environmental policy. Um, When looking at the costs or benefits, the benefits will only actually affect the future generations rather than the ones current or the previous generations. And costs are difficult to quantify because there's no actual way to determine the market value of the cost. And projections of certain time and place is also hard to predict because the climate system takes a very long time to fully respond to a policy and this is ca- this could cause a challenge in the public's attitude towards policies that may be costly and the public wouldn't be directly seeing the results to know if the policy is truly worth it or not so we would have to look into the challenges that the policy may have Obviously, climate change is not a one-step equation that can be solved by making slight changes. It is one that encompasses several factors that nations across the world have to face. Above all, public health interventions are complex as the issue raises social, economic, ethical, and political challenges. For example, transformative changes in energy use is very costly to develop new machines and methods that produce much lower greenhouse gas emissions, which is a huge economic concern. It is also important to note that it's difficult for everyone to have a common judgment on climate change and come together and view it as an issue that outweighs the risks. Individuals invested in carbon-intensive industries, for example, may rather face the risks of climate change than face the cost of policies to reduce greenhouse gas emissions because it can put their careers on the line. Additionally, regions will face climate change in different ways, as cities on the coast are more vulnerable to disruptions, and thus would view the issue as a more serious matter. At the end of the day, though, a molecule of carbon dioxide emitted in India has the same effect on the climate system as a molecule emitted in the United States. So clearly, as mentioned throughout this entire podcast, limiting climate change requires a global effort. In 2017, the United States announced it would be abandoning the Paris Climate Agreement, This agreement was within the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, dealing with greenhouse gas emissions mitigation, adaptation, and finance, which was signed in 2016. It was dedicated to lowering emissions and strengthening countries' abilities to deal with the effects of climate change. This proves as a major challenge as well because the citizens of certain countries do not want to spend taxpayer dollars on saving the environment. 
In spite of this challenge, we considered a policy that would address the health effects from climate change. This policy calls for the individual, community, national, and global action to address the health risks posed by climate change. The public health community has critical roles that included advocating for action, especially among policymakers. We specifically recommend that more public health funds be allocated towards health issues resulting from the environment rather than from behavior. This way, less money is being taken straight from the citizens' pockets and it is being spent by the government. Conducting surveillance and research on the climate change and health to help determine the overall effects of climate change has on the health status and environment. This policy would bring awareness to the population about the lasting effects of climate change. In closing, the ultimate goal of our final product is to inform those all around the world of the importance of climate change, the lasting effects that climate change could have on humanity, and to introduce examples of policies that will advocate for climate change around the world. Our research proved what many people already know to be true, and that is the emission of greenhouse gases is a huge driver of climate change in many countries. As seen in the footage and tangible evidence collected from the burning of the Amazon rain forest fire. Climate change is a pressing issue that needs to be prioritized. The most important takeaway from our product is to encourage everyone to take a stance on our changing environment and for citizens to realize that this is an everyone problem, not just an issue that will affect a certain population. As we identified in the analysis of different environmental standards present throughout France, Brazil, India, and the United States, every country suffers from the effects of climate change. In our specific example, we described that the increasing rates of COPD, lung cancer, and strokes have increased in correlation with the decreasing air quality around the world. Overall, we want people to understand that the first step towards solving climate change is getting everyone, both developed nations as well as undeveloped nations, to implement policy that encourages the regeneration of our ecosystems. Although there are challenges that are sure to stand in our way, the environment is something that needs to be protected, not destructed. Thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed our discussion on climate change and the policies that affect it. We hope that the information we have provided will motivate you to take action in your own communities. Again, this is brought to you by Group 10, as known as Burning Up. Thanks for listening.